Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Three, two, one. Hello and welcome to week four of the NFL season. This is the Fantasy Football Happy Hour. And week four Sunday is actually underway. I'm checking it out right now, but uh, the London game started at 9.30 Eastern time. So far, the Jaguars are up 7 to nothing over the Falcons. Big touchdown strike to Calvin Ridley. Hopefully you got those lineups set. There's also a fun option. I checked that out for a few minutes. wasn't really for me, but they put it in Toy Story mania mode you can watch them kind of playing in woody's bedroom it was a creative way you know we've seen uh, the nfl do this with nickelodeon games and now with a toy story game kind of trying to attach to new audiences which is fun uh but this is the first of three weeks of london games the first of back-to-back london games for the jaguars uh they are the home team today they will be technically the road team against the bills next sunday but if you uh, enjoy fuller days of football you can get that going right here. Well, I am going to uh, jump in today. I'll be looking at uh, briefly talking about Thursday Night Football. Uh, Then I will talk about some of the games of the week in the different windows today and tomorrow night, some sit starts. And then I'm adding a new feature this week. I will give you my picks against the spread. Uh, If you track me on the site, you can see my picks uh, against my straight picks uh, published every Thursday with the Thursday night preview uh, when we do uh, on the site, the Music City Drive-In. But I also do weekly picks against the spread. So far, I am 29 and 20 on the year going into uh, this week, which is not too bad. Uh, Wasn't as great last year, but I will give you what my picks against the spread are uh, every week going forward. We will do that at the end, and then we will do a quick look at uh, the movie corner. But let's dive in with Thursday Night Football. It was a clash of NFC North rivals as the Detroit Lions traveled to Green Bay to battle the Packers. They came away with the 34-20 victory. Honestly, it wasn't even that close. It was 27-3 at the half. David Montgomery uh, rushing for 121 yards, got three rushing touchdowns, coming back off injury, got 32 carries and two receptions. Kind of puts Jameer Gibbs a little bit on a back seat. If you are looking at it from a fantasy perspective, I'm kind of lowering my expectations for now. He's more of a flex play. They're really leaning into David Montgomery and the hammer. Another solid game for Sam Laporta and for Amon Ross St. Brown. You're feeling good about all those assets. On the Green Bay side, they just have not been able to get much of a running game going. Aaron Jones had a big play in week one. Coming back uh, in week four really wasn't a big factor, but I am really liking Romeo Dubs. Um, He's turning into a great possession receiver for them. Had 13 targets on Thursday night, caught nine passes for 95 yards. Packers are now two and two. They're still second place in the North. 
none of the other teams beyond Detroit and Green Bay even have wins, but Detroit three and one off to a good start. I thought they were going to have a good season, be a playoff contender. Nothing has changed my mind. Well, that was the Thursday night game. Let's look at the rest of the games on the Sunday slate. So, as I mentioned, the London game is going on right now, so you don't have to wait to watch football, but you might want to wait to finish the show to pop it in, just saying. Uh, we do have two uh, what I like to call Depression Bowl games. All We have four 0-3 teams in the NFL. They are all playing each other, Denver at Chicago and the Minnesota Vikings at the Carolina Panthers. All that is happening in the morning window, but that is not my game of the morning. The early window game of the week has to be the Miami Dolphins 3-0 at the 2-1 Buffalo Bills. Miami fresh off a 70-point uh, output against Denver. They have been undefeated. They are looking great. Buffalo had a little bit of a stumble on that opening Monday night. A lot of turnovers from Josh Allen cost him that game, but they subsequently blew out the Raiders and the Washington Commanders. I think this is going to be a heck of a game. This is actually my favorite game of the entire weekend. Uh, we get that in the morning window, unless you're like me living in the Denver area, and I will be watching the Broncos and the Bears. And, uh for myriad reasons. Uh, the afternoon slate, there's only three late window games again this week. A uh, couple of them, not that great. I'm going to focus on New England, one and two going into Dallas, two and one. New England got that first win of the year against the Jets last week. They always play teams tough. Dallas had a bit of a stumble in week three, losing to the Cardinals after looking nearly unstoppable the first two weeks. Can they get back on track? They are back home. That should be a good clash. Uh, so that'll be a fun game to look forward to Cowboys and the Patriots, the Sunday night football game. I wish, uh, it was ex more exciting. Uh, a lot of the talk has been about, uh, Taylor Swift going to be in attendance for this game as well. If you have the sleeper app and you roster Travis Kelsey, or you have a friend that does, you may want to look up his uh, profile picture. A uh, little bit of fun that sleeper is having there, but this is the Kansas city chiefs at the New York jets. Can the Jets get any kind of offense going as a fantasy uh, player? I'm hoping they can at least commit a little bit more to the run, get Brees Hall going. He looked really good in week one, which is how they were able to get the victory. They need to take some pressure off Zach Wilson's shoulders, especially since that Chiefs pass rush and that front end of the Chiefs defense is for real. Meanwhile, Patrick Mahomes, they'll have a little bit of a challenge going against the Jets defense, but uh, the Chiefs come in two and one. Jets are one and two. Um, I'm not thinking this can be particularly close. Uh, Monday night, we get the Seattle Seahawks at the New York Giants. Seahawks are two and one. Giants are one and two. Giants really need to get something going, get a little bit of a reset going. Um, they really need to kind of get back into a groove. Saquon Barkley, now doubtful. That puts more pressure on Daniel Jones in the passing game. For the Seahawks, Ken Walker has looked incredible. Um, he is just running at a good clip. They have a pretty decent passing game kind of going. This should be an interesting matchup. Uh, only one Monday night football game this week, so that's great. Um, and I think we get the Manning cast back. And I don't know about you, but I kind of enjoy that as a way to kind of ring out the evening. So that's a look at some of the games of the week. Now I'm going to give you my sit starts. <music> All right. Well, my sit starts last week. If you've been tracking along, I finished uh, three and one in my start record, three and one in my sit record. Um, so doing pretty good. My quarterbacks this week, Russell Wilson is my start. I get it. The Broncos are 0 three. 
If you read the message boards from Broncos fans, apparently Wilson is solely to blame for all these losses. Apparently he single-handedly gave up the 70 points last week. Well, the thing is, he's actually playing pretty well. He's QB9 on the season. Now they get the winless Bears, a team that does not have a very good defense. Broncos have a lot of pressure to try to get win. I'm all in on Russell Wilson this week. On the flip side, I'm sitting Ryan Tannehill, and I know you probably weren't seeing him as a QB1 top 12 option anyway, but I'm here to say I don't even think Tannehill is a super flex consideration right now. He's been dreadful. He's had turnovers and efficiency to the point that it seems like we're closing in on either the Malik Willis or Will Levis era, maybe even as soon as October. He's QB29 on the season. He's averaging just 10 points a game he's turning the ball over a lot i am staying away i hope that you will too uh, let's turn to some backfield options my start this week is zach moss jonathan taylor who all right well maybe not that far but moss has really impressed as he stepped in the last two weeks for the colts backfield he's rb5 he's had at least 20 points in each game and i expect him to keep that up against the rams this is the last week uh before they can technically activate jonathan taylor so if you have moss you're firing him up as a start and you're really leaning into him at least for the time being my sit on the other side is a guy that was a bright spot for the texans last year and that was damian pierce uh, you know, C.J. Stroud and the passing game are kind of coming along. The defense seems like it's getting better, but Pierce, he has struggled. He has just 100 yards and a touchdown on 40 carries total in three games. He's currently RB28 on the season. Maybe he's in a deep flex for you, but he is not an RB start for me. Let's move and transition to take a look at wide receivers. And my start here, you might also say this is a little bit of a no-brainer, is Keenan Allen. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 20 targets, 18 receptions, 215 yards, and one 49-yard touchdown pass. That was Allen's line in week three. In short, he is on fire. He's currently wide receiver one on the season. His lowest output of the year is at least it was 14 points, and that was week one. He had 30 plus in week two, 40 plus in week three. Mike Williams is now out for the season. They won't have uh, their running back, Austin Eckler, today. They are at home looking to get it over on the Raiders, going against Brian Hoyer. I expect some fireworks. Keenan Allen is in my lineup. My set this week is Drake London, and, uh, of course, this is a game that's going on now. You may have already started him. Is he the Falcons' best receiver? Yes, but that doesn't mean he's getting a lot of volume. You know, London had one good game out of three, but he's suffering from a lot of the same issues as Kyle Pitts. There's not enough consistency in the passing game, not enough consistency in targets. I don't really see that changing in week four as they battle the the Jaguars. I like London, but at best, he's maybe a flex start. He's currently sitting as wide receiver 60, and until something changes, <clears throat> I just don't see him as a top 24 option at the position let's move to tight ends 
you know, the Dallas Cowboys passing game and the allocation of targets was going to be something of a mystery coming into the season. Um, we've seen the tight end be a big part of what the Cowboys are doing in the past couple of years. But of course, they saw Dalton Schultz, who got the franchise tag last year, leave and head to the Houston Texans. He hasn't done a lot there either. But Jake Ferguson really stepping in. A tight end. He's tight end 11 on the season. He has 19.9 points the last two weeks. I know that doesn't sound great, but a 10-point floor at a position like tight end is pretty nice. I'm as low-end tight end one. Um, you know, I'm throwing him in my lineup. He seems to be developing into a great security blanket for Dak, especially with the inconsistency we've seen uh, with the um, you know, the other wide receivers, Lamb is great, but we haven't seen a real connection with Brandon Cooks or Michael Gallup. That's something consistent you can bank on. Jake Ferguson seems to be kind of stepping into at least a consistent role. Uh, the next, my sit uh, is Hayden Hurst to the Carolina Panthers. He had a huge week one, and I thought maybe he'd be a good outlet for Bryce Young and the Panthers, but really it's been Adam Thielen and the receivers that have taken over. Hertz has just uh, Hurst has just 7.1 points total in the past two weeks. He's currently at tight end 14. I just don't think he is a reliable weekly start. So those are my sit starts for this week. I uh, hope you uh, enjoyed that. Uh, now, before we head over to Movie Corner, I am going to go ahead and do uh, my uh, picks against the spread. As I mentioned, I'm 29 and 20 on the season. I did get the Thursday night game. I had Detroit minus 0.5 over the Green Bay Packers. <clears throat> For the game that's currently going on, I picked the Falcons plus three and a half. It's not looking great as they're down 10 nothing, but the Falcons have played everyone pretty close. Um, so I thought they would be able to to hang within a field goal of the Jaguars as well. We'll see how that shakes out. Uh, I have the Buffalo Bills minus two and a half over the Dolphins. I think they will get the win, and I think it'll be by at least a field goal. I have the Broncos minus three and a half over the Bears. Uh, big battle in the AFC North, and that is the Ravens going in to battle the Cleveland Browns. The Browns are a little beat up. Uh, Deshaun Watson a little beat up. I took the Ravens plus two and a half. I think they can get the win. Uh, Bengals going to play the Titans. I took the Bengals minus two and a half. In the Rams-Colts battle, I actually think the Rams can get the win. I took the Rams plus one and a half. Another big division battle in the NFC South. The Buccaneers are going to battle the Saints. I took the Buccaneers plus three and a half. I think they can win, but I also think they'd keep it within at least a field goal. Washington Commanders coming off a tough loss, go to battle with Philadelphia Eagles. I don't think it gets any better. I took the Eagles minus eight and a half. Other battle of win winless teams, the Vikings into battle of the Panthers. I took the Vikings minus three and a half. One of the more interesting games of the day, the Steelers are going in to travel the Houston Texans. Texans really clobbered the Jaguars last week. I took the Texans plus three and a half. I think they can get the outright win. Raiders without Jimmy G going in to battle the Chargers. I took the Chargers minus five and a half the tough one for me patriots going into battle the cowboys it's a big spread but i think the cowboys are going to bounce back i took the cowboys minus six and a half another big spread the arizona cardinals who've been playing pretty tough going into battle the 49ers after the cardinals beat the cowboys i think the 49ers will be on high alert i took the 49ers minus 13 and a half they've just been clocking everyone 
a lot of big point spreads you'll see this week, which makes it a little bit tough not uh, projecting some of these games to be incredibly competitive. Sunday night football, Kansas City Chiefs at the New York Jets. I took the Chiefs minus nine and a half. And then Monday night football, Seattle goes into New York. It's a really tight one. I took the Giants minus one and a half. I think the Giants will get the win, get a little bit back uh, on rhythm. You know, I think they need to do that if they want to make a playoff push again this year. So that is a look at my picks against the spread for week four. If you're out there making some picks, hope you guys have a great week. Before I get out of here, I'm going to hit the movie corner real quick. We had a big week uh, for releases. Three different streamers have uh, or sites have films that are out that I have seen. Uh, we also had a couple of big theatrical releases. I'm going to be right up front. Saw franchise is not really my thing. I did not go to see Saw 10. If you enjoy those, I have seen that it's gotten some of the best reviews of the franchise. People are saying it's a real great cap to things. If you like that kind of thing, go and check it out. I did see the theatrical release, The Creator, which was kind of an original sci-fi film from Gareth Edwards and Chris Weitz. They teamed to write the script for Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Here uh, you get kind of a futuristic battle between humanity and AI. Uh, John David Washington takes the lead role. I thought he was very good in this. I love the world that Gareth Edwards created on the screen. The visuals were fantastic. The story at times was a little bit slow and a little bit underdeveloped, but some of the key emotional relationships worked. I really liked the third act. I gave it three and a half out of five stars. I think it's worth checking out. If you want to hear a little bit more of a discussion of that and our love for Rogue One, I'm assuming it's going to be love. It better be Eric. You can see Eric and I uh, on this week at the movie is coming to you live at 7 Eastern. We will be talking about the creator and then we will be talking about uh, Rogue One streaming films. Apple TV released Flora and Son, the latest from John Carney. He's known for doing kind of these uh, dramas that fuse in music. We saw that with Once, Begin Again, uh, Sing Street. I really enjoyed this. Uh, Eve Hewson is very great in the lead role. I enjoyed her dynamics. Joseph Gordon-Levitt, the music in here was really pretty. This was an emotional journey I wasn't totally expecting. I reviewed this on the site on Friday when it came out. I gave it three and a half out of five stars. Really had fun with it. Uh, I think that is one that is worth checking out. Um, Netflix has had a huge week. We've seen Wes Anderson release four Roald Dahl shorts now. The best of them uh, is Henry Sugar, which came out on Wednesday. I gave that three and a half stars. I've enjoyed all of those. Those are worth checking out. They also had kind of a hard-bitten, darker edge crime drama with Benicio Del Toro and Justin Timberlake called Reptile that opened on Friday. I saw that. It was okay. Um, I gave it two and a half stars. It was fine. The other one, Paramount Plus, uh, has it streaming now. It's going to be on Showtime tonight if you have either of those. That's Heist 88. Uh, Courtney B. Vance kind of leading the cast there. This is based on a true story, a time when banks used to transfer large international sums based on phone calls with access codes, um, which how could that possibly lead to a heist? How, how could that happen? Uh, but that becomes fodder for this little bit of a heist film. It was okay. Um, it's... It's not super long, uh, but it wasn't incredible. I gave that two stars out of five. So that's a little bit of a look at what is out now. I know I misjudged. I thought Ahsoka had six episodes, really has eight. So the finale is actually this week. If you've been enjoying uh, that show, I've liked what I've seen with that. Um, looking forward to seeing the finale and seeing how it ends. 
But that'll be a wrap on this week. I will be back next week uh, giving you info on week five of the NFL season. Hope you guys are hanging in there and have a wonderful week four. And don't forget, football's on right now. Check it out. This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design, the kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.